William Tell from the Dramatic Reading for Lower Grades by Florence Holbrook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Narrator read by Christine G. William Tell read by Barry Eads. Lewis read by Hugh Gillis. Albert read by Cheyenne Donnell. Annette, read by Arielle Lipshaw. Lelotte, read by Christine G. Gessler, read by David Olson. The Soldier, read by Noel Badrian. William Tell, A Story of Switzerland, A.D. 1307. Persons in the Play. William Tell, Louis, his son. Albert, his son. Annette, his wife. Lalotte, his niece. Gessler, soldiers. Scene one, at Tell's home. Louis, doesn't the quail smell good? Yes, I wish I could have some of it. Hush, the quail is for your father. I know that, Lalotte, but I am hungry, and I like quail. Your father will be cold and hungry, for he has been on a long journey. But perhaps he will not come. Mother, mother. May we have the quail if father is late? It is done now, and it will not be good if it is cooked any more. Hush, you greedy boy. If I were your mother, I would send you to bed for thinking of such a thing. You are not the mistress. You are not the mistress, and I shall not go to bed because you say so. At door. But you shall go to bed, young man, if your cousin Lalotte tells you to do so. Take them to bed, Lalotte. Oh, father, we were only joking. Please, father, don't send us to bed. I must, my boy, because it is late, and I have news for your mother. Good night, my sons. Good night, dear father. They go out with Lalotte. Thy father's news is not for young ears. There is a sadness in thy voice, and trouble in thy face. Tell me what has happened to thee. Wilt thou not trust me? Yes, my Annette. Thou hast ever been a good wife and faithful friend. Why should I conceal my deeds from thee? What hast thou done, my husband? Perhaps thou wilt blame me. Nay, for thou art a good man, and whatever thou doest is right in my eyes. Thou knowest how our foreign rulers oppressed the good people of Switzerland? I do. But why should we poor peasants worry over the affairs of the nobles? But they are our troubles, too. So to-night I have met with three and thirty men brave and loyal hearts, who have sworn to resist our oppressors and free our land from tyranny. But how can three and thirty men think to conquer the armies of foreign tyrants? Sometimes great events are brought about by small means. All the people in their hearts hate the false ruler of our poor country, and many of these will willingly die for her sake. Thou art brave, my husband, but what can so few do? Think of it. The father of one of our band has just been put to a cruel death. No man knows when the tyrant will strike next. Perhaps Gessler will pick me out for the next victim. Thee? What charge could he bring against thee? He could say that I am the friend of my country, which in the tyrant Gessler's mind is a crime. But Gessler will never hear of us, humble peasants. He is too far above us to care what we think. Not so, my dear wife. Gessler will not permit us to hold our thoughts in secret. He has a plan to discover our inmost thoughts. 
What plan can he make to read our minds? A clever plan to tell a freeman from a slave. In Altdorf, our capital city, he has set up a pole. Upon the top of this pole he has put the cap of the Austrian king, and has ordered every man to take off his hat as he passes by, to show that he yields to the Austrian rule. Is not this a brave plan? He who obeys the tyrant is a slave. Wilt thou have thy husband doff his cap to his country's tyrant? Never! I should despise thee, couldst thou do it! That is my own brave wife. Thou speakest as a free woman, the mother of free children, should speak. And our children shall be free. When I go to Altdorf, I shall refuse to obey the order of Gessler, and all Switzerland shall know that William Tell will not bow to a foreign tyrant. But why go to Altdorf, my husband? Thou knowest the power of Gessler and his cruelty. Wouldst have me a coward? No, dear wife, when my business calls me to Altdorf, I shall go, and in all ways act as a free man, loyal to my country, and afraid of no one. Thou art a brave man, my husband, and I honour thee. Scene two. Altdorf, the market-place. William Tell, Albert, soldiers, Gessler. Come, my son, I have sold the chamois-skins, and now I must buy the things your mother wished me to get for her. And, father, please buy some toys for little Louis. You are a good boy, Albert, to remember your little brother. We will go to the shop across the square and look there for toys. Halt, man, salute yonder cap. Why should I salute a cap of cloth? It is the cap of our emperor. If you do not honor the cap, you are a traitor. I am no traitor, and yet I will not bow down to an empty cap. I am a true Swiss and love my country. Aha! Then we have a traitor here who will not yield to our emperor. Arrest him, my men, and we will teach him his manners. Who is this man? His name is William Tell, my lord. Insolent traitor! Bind him well. Oh, father, I am afraid. Do not let the soldiers take me. Be calm, my son. No harm will come to thee. Indeed. And is this your son? Has he come to mock the cap of our royal master, too? Seize the boy, and bind him to yonder tree. What will you do with the boy? Does a captain war with a child? We shall see. I hear you are a famous shot, William Tell, and handle well the bow and arrow. We shall soon know your skill. Have you a good arrow in your quiver? Perhaps you can shoot an apple from the head of your child. Where shall I bind the boy, my captain? To yonder tree. If his father shoots the apple from his child's head, he shall go free. If he fails... He must die. Are you ready? Rather would I die than risk killing my eldest son. Let him go and take my life. That I shall not do. You must both die unless you save your lives as I have said. Will you try the shot, or are you afraid? Bind the boy's eyes, I beg. He might move if he saw the arrow coming, and my skill would be in vain. I am willing. For well I know you cannot cleave the apple at that distance. Tyrant! I cannot fail now, when my son's life depends upon me. 
Stand perfectly still, my brave little boy, and father will not hurt you. Now I pray for strength. My trusty arrow must not fail me. There. He shoots. See, my captain, the apple is split. That was a fine shot. Yes, it was a good shot, and I did not believe anyone could make it. I suppose I must set you free. But why have you that other arrow in your hand? To shoot you with it had I killed my darling boy. Seize him, my men. Never. Come, Albert, this arrow for him who stops me. He has escaped. End of William Tell